0: Yo, what's up guys, it's your boy Chris with a new episode of Badass Asian Dudes. We're on episode number 14 now. This week, I have a really special guest. His name is Danny Kim. Danny is an Asian dating and confidence coach. He travels around the world from city to city teaching dudes how to date and also get their confidence up. We did our very first video interview and so if you wanna check that out, it's on YouTube. Go ahead, go on YouTube, search Badass Asian Dudes, Danny Kim, and I think you'll be able to find it. Before we get into the interview, I just want to say that Danny is the real deal. I went out with him a couple times in Seoul, and I have to say I came away really impressed with how he approaches and talks to women. I think he would be a really great source for help if you're looking to improve in this aspect of your life. Actually that's why I interviewed him for this podcast. In this episode, we talk about his life story and how he was a chubby, unattractive teenager and then became the dating coach that he is today, the steps he took to get better in his dating life how to be more attractive to the woman you want, how to get over the fear of approaching. I think every guy has that. And his favorite cities for dating. We actually talk about a bunch of other things too. I think you guys will really like this episode. It was really fun to do. And if you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. That'd be awesome. And also, I have a Facebook group. Badass Asian Dudes. If you want to network with like-minded Asian dudes that are hustling on their path to becoming better, then go on Facebook, search Badass Asian Dudes and apply to join the group. Thanks again, guys, and let's get on with the show. Okay. What's up guys. I'm here with Daniel Kim. He's a former air force captain graduated from the air force Academy. Now he's retired. And his main focus is becoming the best dating and confidence coach for Asian men all over the world. He travels from city to city coaching men to be the best version of themselves and in return, creating their own Asian masculinity and dating the most beautiful woman in the world. Welcome Daniel
1: appreciate the introduction. That was a good one, Chris. Thank you. (laughs) What's up, dude? Okay,
0: so we've been talking about doing this podcast interview for a long time, and I'm glad that we are finally doing it. This is going to be the first YouTube video interview that we have, and hopefully we're going to have a lot more, Yeah. but I'm glad that uh, we're able to do the first one with you because I think that a lot of people are very curious about your story and want to hear a lot more about yourself. Yeah. So let's just start from the beginning. Like, where are you from? Like, how you got started?
1: What's your story? Um. Yeah. So I'll give a quick background story about myself. So I was born in New Jersey. Um. From Korean immigrant immigrant parents. I had the typical tiger parents and everything like that. Um. So basically, I mean, if you guys actually go t- to my Instagram or my social media, my biggest thing is that I used to be a fat, chubby kid, yes. and Long story short, I was bullied a lot for being overweight, but I also got bullied a lot for being Asian. Um, but my biggest issue with confidence was probably being over, overweight. Like, we it got so bad where, like, a girl that I liked legit cried because she was ashamed that I liked her. So, basically, she was coming out of the bathroom. The bullies were making fun of her that I liked her. They So, they found out I liked her, and they made fun of her for it. And then she was, like, she was crying. They asked her, why are you crying? I said, because Danny likes me. So when you go through those kind of moments where, like, that moment, I was Santa Claus every year at church. Uh Just, you know, just normal bullying that I probably don't want to talk everything about. But my confidence was pretty much zero. And that went through my whole life until I actually finally lost a weight. So around, like, see, yeah. Yeah. By the way, I've seen these photos of when yeah, you were younger. It's and right. it's very
0: true. Like, yeah. I'm actually very surprised to hear that when i think when people look at you you are like a very fit guy yeah, yeah. but uh, when you see the videos of when he was younger it is very true that you used to be yeah i was overweight. pretty hefty. I was pretty hefty. Pretty pretty hefty. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay
1: and like so what happened was you know when i finally lost the weight uh you know i've I gained it wasn't confidence because it was weird i lost the weight and then people would be like oh wow you actually look cute like some some of my they we in Korean call them older sisters and our new nouns whatever right in my church or like even some uh, girls at my school be like oh damn Danny got cute or all of a sudden they're like oh he lost weight but I didn't believe it it was so weird like my frame was so negative I held my belief that I'm an ugly kid like I literally believed I was just an ugly person my whole life um, so that happened but then I started like getting some validation from people so I was like oh wait hold on I might have something uh, but what happened was how I got into uh, dating coaching and all that stuff was. I realized just because my phys- physical thing changed, my emotions didn't change. My emotional, my confidence didn't change. So I remember uh, the first time I ever became confident was actually when I got to Air Force Academy. So, right when I got to Air Force Academy, remember that girl who cried? I actually ended up dating her mm-hmm. for like two months or whatever. But then she broke my heart. Really, really bad. She de- destroyed it. She destroyed it pretty bad. Where she went back to, I mean, I'm going on a kind of a longer story, but is that no, okay? this is good. Okay, I
0: think people want to hear like the whole story because I think that you know, there's a lot of very similar stories, yeah, but that people still get stuck in like the unconfident. Unconfident face Yeah, yeah You know So I think that kind of Just like hearing Like the whole journey Of like how you became Like more confident How you were able To turn into the person That you are now Is quite Interesting It's very fascinating
1: Yeah, yeah So I guess I am gonna I'm probably gonna hit Some emotional triggers Cause I think One thing about me And I'm so blessed To go through this Whatever we call suffering Or the hardships Is that I can relate To any guy Who has been through some kind of pain, especially with women or confidence because I have gone through it. So basically what happened was I lost the weight. I still got bullied for being too skinny. So basically I lost too much weight where I became a toothpick. So I also got bullied for being skinny, right, where I remember this one jack guy legit smacked me on the back of my head. Most of you guys would probably fight back because you guys have pride. For me, I got slapped in the back of my head. I didn't do anything. If you ever got slapped in the back of the head by a guy, it's the most disrespectful feeling you ever feel in your life. So I'm going through that. And so long story short, basically um, the girl who cried, I got friend zoned by her since fifth grade to all the way to senior year of high school. But good story is I actually got dating her, right? So like we ended up like, kind of dating for two months. And what happened was what? I became, you know, kind of popular in school after I got into the Air Force Academy. Like, I was the only guy who got into Air Force Academy, so they're like, "Oh, crap, you heard about the Asian kid, Danny, the guy who was a loser and he got into the academy?" So I started having a little bit of popularity. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think getting into the Air Force Academy, that's that's a great school. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think that's definitely a confidence booster. Yeah. And then also just kind of having like accomplishments. I think that does boost your confidence. Yes.
1: So that was my first validation for myself. It's like, oh my God, I actually worked hard for it. Because people don't even know what that story is at. You have to get like at least two recommendation letters, but you have to get from like the senator or governor. And I I went for three. But this one senator, or I think it was a governor, his representatives literally looked at my grades and my SAT scores and threw it at my face. Not like at me, but they threw it on the table. I was like, no, you do not have the credentials to go to the school. Don't even try. And they just kicked me out. Hmm. um so even that went through hardship so i work hard to get into the academy but anyways long story short so i got into the academy and this girl actually was like we ended up dating for two months but i go through basic training which is like military of shaving your head push-ups all that stuff i come back out of basic training we finally get our computer and i find out she's in a relationship with their ex and this is the same ex when i got friend zone that cheated on her and I had to deal with the, all this crap but I was the only friend because I just want her in my life where I was like no stay with him stay with him like because he's such a you know like he, he might have done this but he still likes you but this is the same guy when they broke up because they cheated and she finally had the sense to like break up with him I she, I asked her hey like when they finally, I was like hey because we never hung out one on one because I got friends though. And I was like hey maybe we should go get ice cream together you know now that you had a boyfriend it's not awkward just as friends just as friends I was such a like just as friends. And then she was like, okay, but can you go call my ex? And I'm like, what? What do you mean call your ex? like, just can you ask him? I'm like, uh, okay. And she's like, but make sure we're doing a three-way, three-way call and she's behind the scenes. I'm like, what? It's like, yeah, don't tell mom the call. And I'm like, I like this girl a lot, guys. Like, She was like, you know that one girl when you were younger and you were like that crush? Yeah,
0: but then also just... You know when you're young, like that kind of love is just so naive.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm looking back. I'm like, oh my gosh, she wasn't even like my type, right? For sure. Uh, but anyways, so what happened was, I called the guy, and I'm like, hey, bro. I didn't even say bro. I was like, hey, dude. Uh, this is Danny. i remember me. I'm Yuna's friend. And this whole time, the girls, like, the girl. Uh, oh, let's beep that out the name. But anyways. Um, <laughs> she was on the back of the line but she, the guy didn't know he was there so I was like hey man now that you've broken up with her do you mind if I go out with her or just go get ice cream as friends and he's like he literally was like are you effing serious bro he's like grow some balls and why don't you do it don't ask me I'm done with her hmm. and he goes click and then she's still on the line I was like hey so are we good for ice cream and she's like hey I still love him I can't do it click wow at that time both of my balls dropped like it was gone dude like imagine how like like I felt the lowest of my life right, that's a
0: horrible that's really bad I know that's pretty bad it's pretty bad so I think it's safe to say that back then your game was really bad
1: oh I mean my game was guys when you think about game I will, You ever watch... Okay, so now how did I get into the confidence coaching, dating coaching? So I actually watched the movie Hitch. We all know Hitch, right? Yeah. It's a Hollywood version of a nicer version of pickup coaching, right? It really yes. is. Um, and I also read the book, The Game. So I saw kind of both sides Great of the Great book, right? by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So The Game introduced me to the world where as a nerdy Asian guy, as a loser Asian guy, I can learn how to get girls like, it brought me hope. It brought me, for the first time, I could be, like, the high school quarterback who's white and got all the girls. You know what I mean? Like, for me growing up, I looked at these guys I was like, oh, man, some guys just have it and I don't have it. And there's a movie in Hitch where you actually see a Hitch, like, carrying the books and he just, like, drops the books and he sees a girl. He's like, like, that was me. And it was legit me. And that's my story. And so when I watched the movie Hitch and Game and I was like, oh, my God. And at that time... I was like, I gotta change my life, and I actually wanted to get the girl back. Okay, so, wait, how old were you, like, when you had read the book, The Game? So I was probably twenty to twenty-one. So, okay. yeah, Still 21. very young. Yeah, right
0: before you graduate from Air Force Academy.
1: Yeah, it was right before I graduated Air Force Academy. But that's when uh, what the academy does is they actually give you a big loan of money right after you commit your six years in the military. Yeah, because you guys serve like five years after the Air Force Academy. Yeah, technically it's free, but it's not. But anyways, um. Uh, yeah, I had some money. And then as soon as I read the book, for me, I don't know, I guess that's the first time I realized, wow, I love taking action. So I was like, fuck, it. can I curse on this? Yeah. Okay, I was like, fuck this. I'm going to fucking Google this. So I Google it, and they actually, uh, one of the main characters in that book, um, the Love Systems, was like one of the old school, old school pickup companies there. And I was like, I'm going to go. So I remember... I took out my credit card. At that time, it was like four figures, $4,000. And I flew out to Houston and I checked myself in the hotel room and I walk into the the hotel room where they were doing the coaching and it was 40-year-old doctor, 45-year-old computer engineer, 30-year-old lawyer, 21-year-old college student. And from then on, my life changed.
0: Okay, so like one thing that I think some people would say could – will, like, listen to that story and, like, they might say that you're desperate. But for me, I think that is fucking, like, awesome. You know, that's, like, the take action, like, mindset. Like, you see that you are not good at something and you want to figure out, like, how to make yourself better. So I love
1: that. Yeah, but right on that, I want to hit on that, Chris. I think being desperate, like, so for me lately, I've been feeling like there's nothing, like, desperate depression – I've experienced that, and for me, desperate is what got me to take that action. For me, four thousand dollars at twenty-one years old yeah, that's
0: that's that's a nice. lot
1: of money. And yes. for me to fly out to Houston, freaking Texas, I've never been to Texas. That's my first time ever in Texas. But for me, I think being desperate—it's all frame, right? And I believe being desperate was the best thing to happen. I've been desperate more than once in my life, right? Yeah, that's what got me to changed my life and and that's when I yeah walking into a hotel room with three older guys in front of me getting my first rejection ever by a cold approach that night like being desperate I think was not I don't think you framed as a bad thing but I'm saying being desperate if you're right now watching this and you're desperate depressed whatever you're in a good place like or there's no there's no good or bad place that's what Mm. I believe so yeah that's my rant
0: But right I think that, you know, there's like two kinds of people where like, let's say that you are desperate. There's some people who are just like, okay, this is me. Life sucks. Oh, like yeah, have, yeah, there you go. Like yeah, victim yeah. mentality. Yeah, that's true. But then there's other people that are like, all right, I'm going to fucking turn this around.
1: Yeah, no, that's what I mean. You got to do something about it. Like being desperate doesn't feel good. It's like sitting in your own shit and you smell it and you're like, this really smells bad. Okay. And you need to get out of it, you know? For sure. Yeah. So tell us about like
0: that first experience in the boot camp that's that must have been very interesting
1: um yeah well i guess so here's the thing let's be straight up pick up gets a very bad rap in the community in like everyone women guys do it but you guys got to understand this is the first time i actually tasted self development because approaching a woman that you find attractive i'm i'm telling you right now right now straight up Every man has some kind of anxiety or fear. I have never met a man, and I'm talking about the, I met super successful men, like where you're like, wow, this person is super successful. And I guarantee you, even if you tell, Leonardo DiCaprio. If a girl doesn't know him, and you tell him to cold approach him, he will feel a fear. Yeah. Actually, just, I don't know about Leo. I don't
0: know about Leo. You think so? No, I don't think about Leo. But you know what? <laughs> Probably because he knows he's a shit. He, you know, he, I've uh, gone out with Danny like a few times. Yeah. And uh like he will like you'll start to get like nervous about yeah, a girl. Yeah, 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 And like you'll say you'll tell me that you're nervous, but then you'll still yeah like, I'll still do, do it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is something that. Just like wow, like I have like a lot of respect for that. Appreciate that. Yeah, I mean so that's, that's a, really yeah. Cool well,
1: that. that's something I train myself. But the thing is, I think most guys who are watching this too, you have a fear when you're about to approach a girl. I've never met. I think a,
0: every guy. Yeah, you every know, guy. Right. I think that. Uh, Everyone has the every guy has those experiences. Like maybe they're at like a coffee shop or yeah. like they're at the supermarket. They're like Whole Foods and like yeah, see you see that like one, that, yeah. Like cute girl that you think you would vibe with, yeah, and that you really really want to talk to, but you don't have like the balls to do. Yeah, it. Yeah,
1: exactly. And and I don't drink, and we all know like I don't drink when I do this at night or any time. And I well I'll, I'll admit this on my first night of boot camp, I did take like two shots before I went out because. Man, you guys, the first cold approach I ever did, let me tell you what happened. So remember, we went to a bar and there's these two blonde girls, gorgeous girls, gorgeous girls, gorgeous like Texas Southern Bell kind of girls. I approached them and literally I say hi. They take out their phones. <laughs> they don't even look at me. They didn't even look at me. They they like kind of like saw me in the corner of the eye, but they like looked at each other. And they just, like, don't look at me. And they look at their phones and do it. And I just, my my coach was like, keep talking. And I just keep talking. They don't even acknowledge I exist. Mm. They don't even acknowledge my presence. Not even as a man, as a human being. Yeah. So my first rejection, yeah, you guys are scared of a girl touching you, pushing you away. But when a girl doesn't even acknowledge that you exist, it's yeah. the most disrespectful feeling and nothing against you get that a lot in korea actually oh yeah korea (laughs) we all know. yeah Uh, one of my best friends is out here with me yeah it's korea they don't even acknowledge that you exist but like korean girls this they get they get approached a lot too though here so for sure it's very interesting culture here but okay
0: so from that first boot camp what do you think was like your biggest takeaway
1: um so the actually guys you know I I look on outside, I look like this confidence guy, right? But I remember that first time on Friday, I woke up Saturday and I, I actually wanted to quit. I'll be honest, man. You get rejected all night long. I don't know how many, I think I stopped at like four rejections and okay. I just stood back there and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Dude, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, bro. dude. I was like, dude, think about me. I'm 21 years old. <laughs> I, I know. And I, I only, imagine. It's pretty I, crazy. Yeah. And I only dated at that moment girls who literally came up to me and showed me, hey, stupid, knocked on my head. like, I like you. Yeah. And I think at that time I only had, s- well, I guess I could say this. I only had sex with one girl. So okay. I lost my virginity at like 18 and... I didn't have any success. So imagine like not having sex for three years in college. Like that's pretty like college. Everyone has that fun. Like for four years, I'm at the academy. I didn't have any sexual experiences. Okay. I didn't go on a date. And even my first year in the academy, like a guy stole a girl that I liked under my nose. So it was just like a lot of things were happening where my the game confidence. game was yeah, not tight. Yeah, it was, it was. Bro, I don't think even I had game. <laughs> I didn't even know what game was. So anyways, on Saturday, I wanted to quit. But that night, one of the doctors who was actually taking the thing with me explained to me, it was like, this is going to be your life. Like He he basically kind of gave me a pep talk. He's like, hey, man, I'm doing this at 40, 45. You're doing this this young. This is a chance for you to become great and Mm -hmm. really become somebody who you want to be. And he said, he kind of told me, it's like, this thing is not about just dating. It's something more. And I think that's my first introduction about self-development, about I guess what we always want to talk about, Asian masculinity. But what is Asian masculinity? It's just becoming the man you ever wanted to be. Yes, You're just Asian about it, right? That's where we put Asian on top of it. But Asian masculinity is just becoming the man you want to be. Well, that's my definition of it. And that's my first taste of self-development. And he actually, the teacher on Sunday gave us all these books to read. And that's the first time I actually like used books to – develop myself because hmm. before i went to the academy, I read like one self-help book okay so that's when i started like reading books on body language fashion psychology and like the female brain and all this stuff so like it was very interesting about how i actually developed yeah self-development got it uh you know we
0: we've talked multiple times since we've been in korea together and yeah. uh I'm also super, super into self development. I'm yeah. super into reading. And so I think that's why we vibe. Like I feel like whenever we like talk about something, we like talk about like this book and then we're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, you yeah, read yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. So I really think that's pretty cool. Like we vibe yeah. on that same level about books. I think books are like very, very important to like learn and just just learn more about like the whole world. You no, know? oh, yeah. And so
1: I, I love reading. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I think I think with the books is like you gotta understand whatever you're going through, whatever you want, whatever you want to do, someone has done it, and it's in a book. Yeah. So that's what I believe. It's like if you really want to do something, well, now we have Google, right? But like, someone has done what you want to do. So like, go find it in a book. So that's what one thing for me is. Like if I want to learn something, someone already done it. So why am I trying to create and learn for myself? I'm like, I'd rather learn from the book and not make the same mistakes the dude did. You know? What I mean? agree. So,
0: okay. So do
1: you think that first bootcamp was a success or a failure? Um, all right. So I'm going to give an answer you probably don't like, Chris, but I think, I mean, it was just neutral for me. It's like success and failure. Okay. I don't believe in failure. I think if you learn from anything, obviously there's moments where you're going to feel like shit yeah. failure, right? But if you really turn that around, so we call this thing in game frame control, it's about right? so controlling your frame, your perception. It's basically your perception of your reality. I think Steve Jobs had this. He had a distortion of reality where if you actually believe something, right? So for me, of course, on Sunday, I thought it was a failure. I got one kiss. Actually, Saturday was more of a success. I got a kiss on the cheek from like a cougar. Okay. I was like, whoo. But uh, I remember I slept in a really nice hotel room because I was like, oh, girls, like nice hotel rooms. Yeah. But I was by myself. And I remember Sunday going back to the academy and I was like, you know what? Success is dependent on what I do after this, right? But well, let's be straight. up. I think for like two years, I did not do anything with that boot camp. So like okay. how I see it, looking back now, it's a success because look what I've become. If I didn't get I that- I think so. Also
0: taking the step of action,
1: like, you know, like- yeah yeah, 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 Trying
0: to figure out like how to make yourself better.
1: Yeah. But at that time, when you pay four grand for something at 21- you want that? I thought what uh, I was a pill, you know, yeah. the magic pill. Yeah, I thought it was like I look at a girl, she wants me. It's yeah. like I look at a girl, she okay. wants me, but it wasn't the case. It's not like I went back to the base uh, or not the academy, and every girl wanted me again. So I was just like, this sucks. At that time, it was a failure. But looking back, I was like, it's a huge success because of the person I've become and I am becoming. You know what I mean? So okay. at that time, it was a failure to me because. I did not get any action after. Got it. Um, and I didn't get the girl back, to the girl that I wanted. That's the real reason I started this, is what I wanted to get. Very romantic.
0: Back. Very, yeah, very but romantic. it's, uh, you know,
1: something about romantic. It's all Hollywood, right? For Let's sure. be honest. Okay, so. so
0: that was only your first one. You had other boot camps after that.
1: Yeah, so I did uh, another boot camp with uh, in Korea. Um, and then I did uh, another boot camp with ABC's Attraction, who... Uh, I am a coach for. Okay. So. so after your first boot camp,
0: what made you do a second and a third? Like, what were you looking for?
1: Um, So once I got into self-development, I realized I always got to be learning, right? And when I got into Korea, so this is actually interesting. So after 21, I got stationed in Korea at twenty six. So for five years, I did get a girlfriend. So I guess you could say that's success. But guess how she, I got a girlfriend? She came up to me and was like, you're fucking sexy. So she had kind of Asian okay. fetish. Yeah. So I got her for like one year. Yeah. But between that one year, I actually wasn't successful. So like those five years were kind of like, I did game here and there, go out and tried it. But I always drink and stuff. So it wasn't like legit practicing game, right? Okay. But when I got to Korea, I was like, dude, I paid a lot of money for this. I'm going to go back to my archives and my notes and really hustle. So I remember... In Korea, I took my game to the next level in the sense of every day from – I got off work at 5. took So I lived in Osan, which is like an hour away, 45 minutes away from Seoul. I took a bus, 45 minutes, five minutes and at that time I would study game. I would watch videos of what I learned, everything. But also um, I did take a boot camp in Korea. Um, and then I would literally go from 6 p.m. or 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. Every night. 6 to 11 p.m. Yeah, I would cold approach in the streets of Gangnam every single time. And I had a Tell tell people what cold approach is. So cold approach is when you see a beautiful girl and you just go approach. And you have a line or whatever you want to say. Yeah. And you go approach her. So literally, I would just cold approach, cold approach, cold approach, cold approach for, I would say consistently for a year, but total of like a year and a half where I would just go in the streets of Gangnam. And we just approach any girl. That bro, I, love, I love it. Yeah. I love it. It's, I think
0: that's like seriously awesome. And takes like so much.
1: It oh, it's tiring so much as balls. shit, bro. It was, I remember I had back pain, lower back. I was just walked <laughs> back and forth. I actually lost so much weight doing that. Because literally, if you ever see Gangnam, it's probably the most, <laughs> most volume people. There's so yeah. many people. It's like, think of the um, Times Square. But like, there's just constant flux. And I remember like. We literally circled that legit 10 times. Yeah. Because that's like four or five hours. But of course, I had dates too. But if a date flaked on me, I would just go back on there. So flake is when a girl doesn't show up. Um, Okay. But like I had dates too. Yeah. So So from all
0: that cold approaching, like what did you learn?
1: um, Just go do it. I think for me, what I learned was if you have fear – you have fear of anything in life, it depends if it harms you, don't do it right. Like, hand on the stove, hey dude, there's a fear that this is gonna be hot, okay? Yeah, don't do it, it's gonna be hot. But if it's any fear about doing a business, like I know this is not similar to you guys think, but it really is when you see a beautiful girl and you have that fear, fear and excitement is the same thing. So, I learned first thing is make excitement instead of fear so if you actually figure out what your body feels fear and excitement is actually the same kind of feeling it's like the very similar like sweaty palms heart beating so say it's hard you're not going to do it all the time you're going to say fuck i'm scared but say i'm excited for it but it doesn't matter if that doesn't work just go do it so stop thinking about it so for me like when i when coaches coach me they try to always coach me based on what what they think is right but true coaching is figuring out what works for your student and try to give him what he wants. So I'm not I'm not going to give you guys full tips, but figure out what makes you do it. For me, I actually do better with not saying I'm excited. I'm like, yo, I'm a man. So I create a frame. I do affirmations. I am a man. I do affirmations too. Yeah. So yeah. one of my affirmations is I'm a man who's courageous, and courageous is a man who does not have the absence of fear because yeah. he still has a fear and he still does it. So that's a man of courage. A courage still has fear, but he does it anyways. So now that I have that mindset and that's my identity, yeah, I believe if you have fear, I have to go do it and suffer. People don't realize when I get rejected, it still hurts. I actually got rejected yesterday by this one girl who uh, I, I've seen multiple times out and she just keeps rejecting me. And I felt rejected and I was like, yeah. yo, this kind of hurts. But I realize I also have a frame that I am a man who suffers. Okay, suffering is actually what's that Buddhist quote? Suffering is a path to happiness or something like I that. Don't know. So I actually suffer every day. Like I actually take cold showers. I try to work it's out. Cold yeah. shower guy. Yeah. Um.
0: You know, I, I like that affirmation. Mine is uh, I am someone that steps out of my comfort zone. Yeah. That's you know. So I I want to be someone that like for exactly like you. Like if I feel like a fear. Like, I want to, like, be the type of person that leans into it. For example, a lot of people have the fear of, like, public speaking. Yeah. So, when I was younger, like, every public speaking, like, engagement, like, even if I didn't want to do it, I would, like, volunteer. Because, like, I want to, like, be able to, like, lean into that fear. Yeah. I want to be the type of person that just does it, even though I don't want to do it. Yeah.
1: No, I mean, remember when we were getting coffee at Sugir, It was, like, a famous road in Korea. Like, I had a fear. I literally told you and uh, yeah. our friend, mutual friend, I was like, dude, I am scared about approaching this which
0: one is, girl. Which is surprising to me because you're a like coach, a yeah, coach yeah. but yeah. I think that is like so authentic. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think that's really cool that like you like really voice that. And just even though you
1: feel it, you just fucking do it. Well, that's the thing <laughs> about our industry and why it's so shady sometimes. It's like, man, there's people who falsify their results. And I'm not, I'm not going to say who does it, but like, don't lie about this. This is a man's pride you're coaching. People don't realize a woman can make or destroy a man. I think it's the most important decision of your life. Exactly. And you are trying to coach him to get him his dream girl or dream girls, which no judgment there, but you're going to lie about you getting For me, obviously there's some bad business issues in this, but like I'm always honest with the student. My stuff, like one of the things I'm good at is dating. You do my date routine to a T, it works. Your girl in front of you will find attraction. The hard part is getting her on a date, but I don't lie to my students because the thing is I was a student just like them. So for when I paid four or five grand and some there's some companies that I almost paid for and I paid for their programs, I'm like, this is really like this is what you gave me. And like I don't I don't wanna falsify what I teach because for me, this is more than just dating. This is about creating better, well, for me, it's creating better Asian men out there because each man, each Asian man who's watching this, you are a representation of our Asian males. So you are a representation of the Chinese male, Korean male, the whatever. You represent us no matter what you think. Like this is what the Air Force taught us, right? You every time put that uniform on, right? You guys remember the Bernard Titans movie? You every time you put that uniform on. You better make sure they remember the Titans, right? Mm -hmm. So that's how I see it. You having the Asian is a privilege. You being an Asian male in today's society, you should be glad we're looked down upon because that means we have something to fight for. So for me, it's like becoming a better Asian man. And dating is just a small part of it. And that's what I teach. It's like not just dating. I first sell you on that dating part because every man wants that. But, dude, it's about eventually becoming an attractive man as a whole. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's really deep. Yeah, I just went, like, I just <laughs> went straight up like... That was my rant all right, right there. It's so, coffee, here, bro. Not bulletproof coffee because that shit don't work. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Okay, so I think <laughs> that like
0: approach anxiety, that's like something that a lot of guys have. So what what is your advice for them? Just fucking do it or just no
1: no here's the thing so i'm not a guy I'm, and here's the thing you know what's crazy i probably have by the, the way worst. approach
0: anxiety is like when like you yeah, want to yeah. approach a girl and then yeah. you start getting like butterflies you start getting scared
1: yeah so one of my best friends actually say if my we call it the ab part right so an ABC's attraction we kind of say the ab part so ab parts to approach and get her like spiked up where she's like oh i want to talk to this guy so my ab game is actually probably my worst in my skills and see i'm being authentic i have the worst approach what's your game. best Oh, my best is connection, human empathy, connection, <laughs> okay, and got to get
0: some tips for that. And
1: dominance, and oh, dominance. Shit. So dominance is like when the girl you just the, you turn the sexual vibe. Okay, okay. Bro. So that's my best. Yeah, my A and B was is my worst because I have approach anxiety because got I'm it. still scared of rejection. But how to get over that? How do I do that? Is like first, I'll be straight up. I have the best wingman in the world. So I'm going to give credit to my wingman. I'm not going to say their names for privacy. But so as a coach, you got to approach. There's no like, bro, this student is legit watching you. So maybe have people go out with you who look up to you. Because when someone looks up to you, you could quit on yourself any day. But if somebody looks up to to you or even like a little brother or a little friend that's looking, oh, you do game? Oh, I want to come out with you. You, you Yeah, you got to do it. Um, Or money. So money is a good exercise. So I actually tell my friends, okay. I'm going to give you – it depends. If you're a rich guy, do $100. But I do $10. I'd be like – tell my uh, friend, I'm yeah, going to yeah, give you – did
0: you, this with our friend. Right? Yeah, 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 friend. yeah. Mutual okay. your friend. I was like, yeah. if
1: I don't – if you don't uh, approach, you got to give me this money. Yeah. Like Venmo me right now and I'll give you – slowly Venmo you back $10 each every time you do approach. So that's right. another motivator. Uh, but figure out what your shtick is. Like uh, what motivates you? So it could be for you maybe it's like, okay – or reward yourself. So I do the Pavlov theory. I was like, okay, if I do 10, and I did this when I first started, I was like, if I do 10 approaches, I'm going to go have a cheat meal. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So stuff like that. So it's all human psychology. I know you wanted me to give one tip, but I give you a yeah. lot because it depends on you. What motivates you? So for you, it's like, like, okay, uh, something can be like, you can't do something. So if I don't do these 10 approaches, I can't do this. I can't Got go it. work out tomorrow. But you need accountability. That's huge. So, the easiest way is find somebody who can be accountable for you that's the best way doing this journey with somebody else okay. but if you can and you have people around you you need to figure out how you could keep yourself accountable and make you do this no matter what but start off with this if you're a total beginner just approach 3 strangers per day directions time anything 3 strangers do that for at least 3 weeks uh you could do it for 1 week but and i think it's hard being consistent you know and
0: like exactly what you said Keeping yourself accountable to like do it because I feel like you, you can easily just be like, Oh no, never mind. Like today, like I'm just going to take a break. I'll do it tomorrow, yeah. you know? But I think being like very consistent and like doing that
1: is like very important. Well, the whole thing about consistency is how I do it is like this. I set myself up for success in the sense of like, I just want to make my life easier. Right. So like okay. consistency for approaching. How do I do that? Right. Is say I'm going to do three approaches on my way to work. You're already doing going to work. Right. Or on my way to the gym. So find ways to make it more easy because you're going to see people. And don't say, I'm only going to approach hot girls because you're not going to always see a hot girl on the street all the time. So like I'm going to approach. Because approach anxiety is not just girls. It's about approaching strangers, too. People think that's weird, too. So just approach three strangers or make it harder. Be like, I'm going to give three compliments. Be like, oh, hey, hey ma'am, I just thought your you know, dress was very nice and you look very nice. And just leave. So, like, make it easier for you. Like, for me, me going to the gym, I make sure the gym's walking distance from my place. Every time I go to the new state, I make sure it's walking distance from my place. Uh, and, like, it's super close. I try to actually get it in the building. There's no excuse, like, dude, you gotta go to the gym if it's in the building. Come yeah. on, you know what I mean. So, like, make it easier for you. That's what consistency, I think, is. Just like, like, okay, you're not a cooler guy because you're like, I travel five miles every single day to go to the gym, or I go, I approach twenty girls per day. No. Like consistency is like approaching three per day and then getting 20 in a week. I think that's a good uh, call to action. So just like three
0: approaches, it could be a compliment or just like a question. Yeah. Day. Yeah,
1: I mean, I mean, for me, just do the compliment, man. Why don't you start off your day giving value to people? It's like that pass it on, buy the Starbucks coffee, right? Yeah. Like just, I don't know. For me, it's like, what do you like to do? Figure out how you can make cold approach work for you. So that's how I see it.
0: Got it. So
1: what other hangups do you
0: see a lot of? your clients like ask you about
1: um i mean the biggest thing is right every client comes to me and says what line what line what line? got it okay everyone wants that. and I'm i and sure. you know what's funny well, they
0: want everyone wants the magic pill you know they yeah, yeah, like yeah. that one line secret yeah. that one shortcut you know yeah
1: and the truth is guys and i'm gonna be honest with you there is no line you know what it is actually i'm gonna give you a secret my boss might get mad at me for telling you the secret but it's the vibe okay so what's the vibe about so you could say I remember in Korea I've been saying this line like hey do you have a twin? And she'd be like wait what? And I was like oh so do you have a twin? And she's like no so you're the prettiest. It's a cheesy pickup line, right? But I, what I realized is it's never about what you say. It's okay. your vibe, it's your energy. Got it. And obviously like cuz I told you I'm I've been I haven't been to Korea uh for 2 years now. And the results I'm getting in Korea now compared to last time. Well it's been a month that I've been here. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's been kind of nuts about my results, but it's because of my vibe. Okay. What kind of vibe do you want to put on? So it's interesting. Okay. So at first you have to fake it till you make it. Okay. Okay. Um, how do you do that? Mm, let's say you go into a bar, act like you own the bar. That's one way. Okay. So uh, act like you
0: own the bar. What does that mean? Like, I'm going to guess like uh, very confident.
1: Yeah. Hold, 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 up, head, hold up high, wear a nice outfit. Um, Confident You know Try to t- cheers to everyone But hey cheers What's up bro Act like you know You know the place already Right Okay Um, Like I said It's all easier said than done But For um, sure. The vibe is also like I think one thing is If you have more sexual experiences too Like you know that you're an attractive man Right So If right now If you're the guy Who's always trying to be like I oh, only have Experiences with hot Gorgeous women Like I have some friends like that Who just wants attractive women and yet, like, they don't have, they're they're not able to be successful with like normal women. It's like, Uh, come on, man. You know, you have to be able to. It could be like an excuse. That's, yeah, that's That's how I see it. Because, like, for me, it's like, if you can't seduce a woman who is like, you consider like your quality. So, basically, how I see it is like, there's women that are your quality. So, we call this in game called sexual market value. What's your sexual market value, right? So, let's say, like I'm a in Korea, I would say back in the day I was like a six or a seven. Okay, right. So if I if I seduce a girl who's like six or a seven, yeah, like that's like once you know game, you gotta be able to do that. Like you can't be a coach if you can't, or you can't even game if you can't game a six, right? But let's say you came a game of five. Who's so this guy's? I know this is a little objective. But I'm just like being honest here, right? Let's say like. You are considered a six or seven, right? Like, like based on your looks, based okay. on your job, whatever. But a girl is like considered a five, right? Like, just on a rating scale. I'm just, I'm just giving you guys numbers. If you can't get her to like you, then you don't got game, right? Okay. You have bare game, minimum game. If you could game a girl who's a six, like just like you. But if you are, if 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 you're trying to game an eight, nine, or ten, now that's that's the next level of game that I'm trying to achieve, right? But like, you should be able to g- game the bare minimum. So. I guess back to your question was what are people struggling with is there is no magic pill. So if you're if you so okay this just this is not going to really uh, give you guys that like you're like what I don't get this but like you have to believe you're a 10. And it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to believe that cuz let's say You got to believe you're a 10. Yeah. Okay. And how do I and how do you do that? Yeah, First you got to be financially stable. I think you oh, need to okay. live a life where you're not living your parents' house. Your environment has to support that. Oh, this guy's actually an individual man. Got so it. be somewhat, and most of our Asian And clients, then what
0: we talked about before, like, you know, when you got into Air Force Academy, I think you got to get your yeah, accomplishments. Yeah, yeah,
1: right? yeah. Accomplishments up too, right? What are your personal goals of life? And you could do that small. So you don't need these big goals. Let's say you do three approaches. It could be today. like bench press, like 225 or something. Yeah, yeah, like that, yeah. Or I read a book yeah, yeah, yeah. a month. Like yeah, okay. small things, but actually measure it, right? So for me, it's like, um, like I, I think setting a life where outside of game like outside of women you have a life and like oh you're like you know what i have other things in life i'm proud of um that's a way because most of you guys aren't trying to be coaches right like unless your life revolves around this okay so i think you touched on a really
0: key point uh living a life that you're proud of yes yes that's it right there boom good point which you should be a coach which is way harder Said than done. no which is easier said than done yeah. oh yeah easier yeah. said than done
1: yeah i mean it is of course living a life that you're proud of yeah you know? no i'm impressed i agree um but yeah i think that's the first thing is like how do you create that vibe because then you feel grounded yeah you know
0: like you feel like very like confident you know and then you don't need the girls so i feel like then you are just you can just go to like a bar or a club and then you don't need them but yeah, there, you know,
1: but this is a funny paradox because I do coach very successful clients. We would say very successful, okay, and they don't have that confidence. Like when they do business, when I get mentorship from these ah, guys, okay. they are so freaking alpha male, yeah. But when it comes to women, so here's the second part of this. So here's the second tip is, um, you need to get more experiences, and I'm not talking just sex, okay. A lot of people think that's just me, sex, no, you need to be surrounded with more women. What does that mean? Go on more dates. Go do more uh, cold approach. So I actually do believe that you need more dates with women. So you're surrounded. So either this, go, if you're very wealthy, try to go to these events where there's beautiful women, right? If you're a friend who... Like try to You don't always have to go to a club I don't know why people would go to a club But if you're very wealthy Maybe throw a party once And be yeah. like I'll pay for it And then have your friends Invite all your pretty girls I think our viewers Are more like On the younger side so Oh younger what side What about the younger dudes uh, Younger dudes Like try to surround yourself With more women So go on more dates Uh, Go to more college parties If okay. you can uh, go to more bars where the most women are. If you get access to it, go where the most beautiful women are. You just need to be more in your environment. It's like, oh, okay, there's beautiful women. There's beautiful. There's beautiful women. So I would say the first thing is go on more dates. Just know that, uh, because even dates you feel pretty confident. You're like, oh shoot, this girl came out. Um, and if you're op- if you're okay with it, yeah, definitely have more sex. Uh, I think that's that actually helps
0: a lot too. Got it for sure. Yeah. Okay, and. Are any other like key hangups that
1: you see from your clients? Oh man, there's like so much. Um, uh oh oh, this is the this should have been number one. Know what you want? Like, what do you want? Do you want a harem? And it's okay. I'm not judging anybody. Either. You want polyamory? You want monogamy? Like one girl, love, girlfriend. What, what do you, do you What
0: do uh, most of your clients want? They all want love.
1: Say, yeah, that's what I would think yeah, too. But then it changes because once you get the power of game, you huh. get tempted. But that's what okay. I'm saying. What do you truly want? And, and the thing is, we actually have a coach. Uh, his name uh, he, uh, is William. And this guy, he's a Wall Street guy. And he actually was a part-time coach for us. But he knew exactly what he wanted. Yeah. And he literally, right after his boot camp, this guy's story is amazing. Because literally what happened was on his first night of his boot camp, he, he was told to do 10 approaches. So on his seventh approach, he was actually able to take a girl home. Okay. But then he comes back and our, and one of the coaches was like, wait, why are you back, William? Like You just took a girl back home. He was like, I said I was going to do 10. Right? And this guy, though, after he set little deadlines, okay, I want to date this amount of girls. I want to have, have a polyamorous for this amount of time. So for like three months he had polyamory and then he had to set it down like I want to have a threesome. So he then had a threesome. And then after that he was like, okay, I now I just want monogamy. And then he had one of me, okay, now I want to settle for a white. So in one year yeah. he accomplished this all they he knew exactly the deadlines. he's a me. killer. Yeah, but he was—he had the mindset to yeah. be like, I know what I want and okay. I will get I what love I that.
0: want. You know, I also love that about like business or just like any other type of goal. Yeah. Like I feel like a lot of people, they don't know what they want. Even me, like sometimes like, you know, like with my business, like when I was a lot younger, I had like very specific goals yeah. that I like. You know, like I was just like laser visioned on, like to accomplish. Ew. But I feel like people need to, yeah, be more, think harder about what they want specifically.
1: Yeah. And that's hard though. But this thing, if you guys are like, I don't know what I want, it's okay too. But I'm telling you, your life is a lot easier. In it's this. okay. But then you got to figure it out. Yeah. If you, you don't know, yeah. like,
0: you can't just lollygag around and then just, you think one day it's going to pop into your head. You got to like consciously like think about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So, If you want your life easier, you could get your results within one year, two years. Yeah. If you know what you want. If you don't, you'll go through a long time. But it's okay. Like, nothing's bad about it. It's just, I'm just saying, you got to know what you want.
0: Okay. So, know what you want,
1: you think, is, like, one of the biggest tips that... Yeah. But that's just life, right? You should probably... For sure. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. You should probably know what you want in your life, but we all don't. And that's the funny thing. But it's okay to learn game just to, like, figure out what you want. Yeah. Right? So...
0: So right now, what are you up to? Like, are you just uh, going from city to city, like teaching boot camps now? Or what's what's your goal?
1: Basically, uh, right now, uh, I would say I'm, I guess, a freelancer coach. So wherever City you're in, I want to go there. Because right now, I'm kind of like the travel coach. I do love traveling. Uh, My home base, I'm still trying to figure that out. Uh, I was based out of New York City, and I probably might go back there. But I do want to teach Asian guys in Asia, too. So if you're in Asia, right now I'm in Korea, and I'm actually going to be here for the next couple months to teach Asian guys how to date Asian women because the Asian culture is a little different. Um, But also...
0: I think people would want to know, what kind of differences do you see
1: in um, the different
0: cultures? Because I know that you've also been in Europe, in Asia. Like, what do you see differently? I think people would be very curious about that.
1: Well let me say the similarities. So similarities. Okay. Looks and money and status matters. Okay. I'm tell I you right agree. Off that. Yes. It matters everywhere in the world. Um, I would say in Europe, you could be a definitely get away with more dominance in the sense of like, just being very direct and be like, Hey, I like you. And like, we're going to do like, we're going to like, you know what I mean? Like be more physical. I would say in, in Asia, you should be less physical. Okay. Um, I would say in Asia, you have to build more of a connection um, and you have to, You, it's more emotional value. It's monetary value too, depending on where you go. All right, man, actually, it's not that different. So for me, one thing about me and I realized about my game is very universal. Hmm. So it's like, yeah, there's, there's little nuances. Like, okay, don't kiss in public in Asia, right? Don't, like, do a lot of PDA, right? U.S. like, all these guys love kissing. They're like, oh, my God, I kissed her, so I'm going to have something with her. I'm like, no, like, a kiss doesn't mean anything. So I, I actually don't kiss in public for me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. I'm, I wait. It depends on the girl. But, like, I try not to. In, but in Europe, in America, you could do it, right? That actually is a good sign. But you could actually kiss a girl in Asia and she'd be like, oh, my God, I'm so turned off by that. So don't kiss don't kiss the Asian girls too okay. much, um, but in the end it's like so this is what it comes down to. What's the value you're gonna give her, and does she like what you give her? That's it. Like if she likes the value you give her, and she literally likes it so the best case scenarios you literally give her the emotional value she's searching for or you're the sexual archetype the physical archetype she's like oh my god you are look like the guy i always wanted my whole life then it's like game over right but that's rare Hmm. um so or it it can be monetary value it could be status value it could be livelihood value yeah so in the end what's the value you give her and does she accept that value yes you could change her mind about it but it is a long time for that so that's called we call that like Casanova game, right? What Casanova did would he would like pick a target and spend months to years to seduce her. Right? I mean, that's like I mean, unless you think this girl's like the girl of your dreams, like a celebrity, that just takes forever, right? But uh you need to figure out what's the value you give her and then if she likes that, yeah, then she'll like you.
0: And then in the meantime, I think you just gotta build up your value for all those different things. So the wealth, status, yeah, was the other one?
1: Uh st- Looks, yeah, well, I think you just got to try and to game. Games yeah, is yeah, and You, game, game you well got
0: to like build up your value in all of them.
1: Yeah, but, this, but that's the thing. This is where it comes back to knowing what you want. So, let's say you like fitness girls, your value okay. should be coming from working on your body. I right? see. Okay. Right? Do you need to take testosterone? Most likely, because most guys in the fitness industry do, and you need to keep up with them. Or let's say you want models, but the highest quality models. Maybe you should start a modeling industry with your money. If you don't have the looks to be a model, you're not tall enough. Why don't you become a businessman who gets invited to these model parties? So then yeah, it's like what do you want? Right. Or let's say you just like normal girls. I know one friend in Korea who actually knows exactly what he wants and I respect for him. And we talked about it. He his quality of girls, I don't like. I'm like, what? But he loves them and he legit gets the girls he always wants and he doesn't care what other people think. Um But you got to figure out what you want. Cause like you guys, all of you guys want models and actually lately I've been dating models Uh and it's they're high maintenance man. And they're busy. So like, I remember this one girl um I just recently dated and I think we're going to, uh, well, I'm going to get her back. But it's, it's like, she's so busy with shoots. Like okay. I can't even get her out. I can't even have a full day of date with her. Hmm. She can't even sleep over. It's like, what? Why do you guys want mom? It's just honestly, you know what it is? Why do you want mom? It's all I validation. think ego. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, status ego. and validation. Ego. That's all it is. For it's like, sure. It's like, it's so high. Like, actually, the girl I like really, the girl I like really right now is actually low maintenance. She has like a normal fashion designer job and yeah. she's low maintenance. And like, I could see her as much as I want, you know? So
0: it, it all depends on what you want. So it goes back to that. Okay, let's, I would, this interview has gone a long time. Let's just end with this uh, last question, which I think is quite interesting. Your top city, top three cities to game. Oh man, I, I'm <laughs> a little biased on this. Soul. Okay, Seoul what, for, is Seoul that for number anyone. one?
1: Uh, I would say to build your game, yes. Okay, Soul is yeah. one of the Harsh <laughs>
0: rejections
1: yeah. in the world, I think. Yeah, well, I guess it depends what you want. For me, I like getting building my thing. So for me, I love Koreans and like the Korean culture here. So for me, I would say for me, the top three city is Korea, right? Me too. Yeah.
0: Because of like the culture. Yeah, we're thing, biased. I we're like biased. Yeah, yeah. Being able to share like kimchi jjigae. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, so it's culture. Know? I'm yeah, Korean. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, I would say beauty wise, the most, if I give this out, everyone's going to go, but I think it's that everyone knows this. I would say beauty wise, Ukraine, like Ukraine was definitely mind blowing. Uh, they are hard too though. They're not, Right now, they're getting very bombarded with rich guys who go there to find girlfriends and wives. So, it's a little bit harder there. Um, so, oh, and you got to know the language. If you don't know the language, Ukraine is very hard. But if you're an Asian American, I would say the best city, best city ever to legit learn game is New York City. Why? Um, it's like, it's an even playing field, I would say. because. Well, it depends. If you live in New Jersey, you're trying New York, okay. you, have, you really don't have a chance. But if you live in New York City, you're a man who's successful in New York City, then they all know you're somebody. So now they don't look at what money you have. Because no, in New York, it's not like LA where they're like, are you an entertainer? Are you a producer? Are you a rapper? Whatever. Like they seek something from you. In New York, they're just like, oh, you you live in New York City? Oh, you're somebody. You do something here. So it's more like, you. it's more emotional value-based. So You could just spit game. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But like in LA... Just game don't work. You got to have status because you know why? That pretty girl that you're trying to get out, guess who's trying to get her out? Dan in Leon DiCaprio, promoters and all that stuff. You're just like going at it. New York has that too, but there's a lot of women who don't care about that. A lot of New York women, they actually care about the careers. They're very independent. Mm -hmm. But in LA, these girls want something from you, bro. And you don't give that to her, she's going to be like, why do I need you? You know what I'm saying? Interesting. That's my thing. I'm very bitter about LA, obviously, because I try to make it in LA. It didn't work out as well. Um, but New York, I was more successful in for sure.
0: Okay. I think we got to do like another episode of these. I think this has been like really fun. I think we got to talk about like text game. Oh yeah. It's such a big topic. Yeah. Yeah. and yeah. And like a bunch of different stuff. But for now, where can people find out more about you?
1: Okay. Yeah. So I do have a channel. Um, I have a sub channel at Captain Daniel Hyun Kim. Uh, ABC's attraction is the main. We'll put
0: that in the links. In yeah. The show links.
1: ABC's attraction is the main YouTube link, but please go subscribe to my personal channel. Cause that's where I focus more on myself. Um, and I have Instagram at Captain Daniel Kim. I have a Facebook Captain Daniel Hyun Kim. Um, and there's also uh, a, a, ABC, there's a on all my YouTube videos that you'll see. There's a Google share drive that Google form drive. You could go there, and also ABC's attraction is um, one of the main companies that I work for. Yes, and then also I just wanted to
0: like emphasize like I've seen Danny in action, he's like the real deal. Like, I was like very you know just like when we were out and like you would just like approach like you seem like so natural and like very confident and then also like what we talked about before like you know when you were younger you were like fat yeah, yeah like yeah. that's true like he was fat like yeah. it's pretty it's a pretty big transformation so like seeing you now like it's pretty unbelievable
1: you've done yeah. an, um, so
0: awesome what job on yourself
1: so, so can I say one last thing yeah, for yeah, you yeah, say so it, yeah. what I do is I'm not just a pickup coach for me I believe that life is transformation and I will trans I will support you. But you got to decide in the end to become the best version of yourself because in the end that's what life's about. I think it's just becoming the potential that you're meant to be. You're put on this earth to be somebody. Everyone was meant to be somebody, but at some point someone tells us that we can't. Okay? And I'm telling you right now, I know this is like a motivational spill, but you can. And that's what I'm here to do. You could transfer in your life just like I have. And that's one thing I think why my clients love me is because I'm genuine. And I genuinely want you to become the best version of yourself. I don't care if you steal my girl one day because you become so much more awesome than me. You know why? Because you're a representation of an Asian male. And that actually helps me. So be a good person. Just be a man of value. And in that, we all support each other.
0: I think that's a great way to end yeah thank you appreciate that
1: i appreciate that chris good talk (laughs) all right good stuff
0: all right guys that was my interview with danny kim what do you guys think i thought it was really interesting i definitely want to do some more interviews with danny i think that a lot of people would be really curious about other aspects of dating like maybe like text game or social media or something like that i don't know i have a bunch of questions that i still want to ask him uh, and we'll do that in the future Thanks again for listening, guys. Please like, please share, subscribe, and also leave a five-star review. I would love that. Thank you so much. It helps me get more guests, and then it also helps get the show out. Also, don't forget my Facebook group, Badass Asian Dudes. If you want to network, meet like-minded people, go ahead and join. We would love to have you. Thanks again, guys, and see you guys next week.